Welcome to Root Words. I'm Michelle Root, and on this podcast, we will embark on a journey of self-discovery while appreciating the complexities of language through etymology, the study of words. Each episode, we will explore the origins of a specific word, how it can influence our spiritual, mental, physical, and emotional well-being. I want to help us dive into the intersections of language and life so we can contribute to a common understanding. Let's uncover the power of language together, one word at a time. This is Root Words. Welcome back to Root Words Podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Root. And as always, I'm so grateful for you tuning in with me today. I really, really appreciate it from the bottom of my heart. The last episodes that I've created with you guys has really given me perspective into different perceptions of things, different understandings, ways I can improve my own consciousness and my own thought processes. It is a learning experience for me every episode. Even if I talk in circles sometimes, that's okay. You know, this is not an organic setting where you talk about things that come naturally to you. So I'm so happy that me talking into this void has actually reached a few people. Each week, as I prepare my episodes, I find intentional connections to the words I choose to cover. I try to see if the word has influenced my life recently by doing comparisons between what I'm experiencing and witnessing and the word itself. That way, I'm able to find the common thread and then tie it into the episode that I'm trying to create. Lately, I feel like I have been hyper aware of the duality I seem to experience on a rather frequent basis. It can be in a profound moment or something as simple as looking up into the sky and observing the fluffiness of the clouds while in awe of its blue vastness, while then wondering about the depths of the dark ocean in tandem. Both are blue. Both can seem vast and infinite. But only one can you draw breath from. The sky, with its vastness, openness, and ethereal qualities, symbolizes freedom, aspiration, and the infinite. In contrast, the sea, with its depth, fluidity, and unpredictability, represents mystery, power, and the unknown. This is often explored in literature, art, and philosophy to reflect themes of duality, balance, and the interconnectedness of opposing forces in nature and the human experience. So it's clear to me that while there are similarities between the sky and the ocean, there are some vast and stark differences as well, of course. Now I feel like I can hear what some of you are thinking, no shit, Michelle, the ocean and the sky are two very different things. I use that easy comparison just as a way to show how with a bit of contrast between two different things, you can always, most of the time, find a common thread between the two. Now, when you're going through this bilateral thought process with a little help from Google, of course, we can help to uncover the actual reasons why, despite the ocean and the sky both being blue, they are that way for varying reasons. Based on an article from itrust.com, as sunlight travels through the atmosphere, the blue and violet light waves are scattered in every direction. This phenomenon causes the blue light to reach our eyes from all regions of the sky, resulting in an overall perception of a blue sky during the daylight hours. 
The scattered blue light dominates the sky, overpowering the scattered light of other colors. This is what's known as the Raleigh scatter. The ocean is blue because water absorbs red and green light. These compare and contrast moments have kind of proven to be a common theme of mine. Because my brain loves these liminal paradoxes. From the difference between yin and yang, or the comparison of night and day, or the extreme between fire and ice. Having the ability to compare and contrast things really helps give meaning to both of the things you're comparing. While I was trapped in another one of my mental duality tangents, the statement from the cradle to the grave was brought into my awareness. The spectrum involved in this statement really put things into perspective as to how far the pendulum swings between birth and death. We are born into this realm, live the entirety of our whole lives, and then are faced with the inevitable end. It's a pretty self-explanatory comparison, life and death, yet stands to be one of the most profound liminal spaces we will ever experience during our time here on this earth and had me reflecting on how in order to have awareness of these two contrasting realities, we must first have the understanding of today's word, dichotomy. As defined by dictionary.com, a dichotomy is a division into two mutually exclusive or opposed or contradictory groups. According to the Oxford English Dictionary, the earliest known use of the noun dichotomy is in the late 1500s. Oxford English Dictionary's earliest evidence for dichotomy is from 1588, in the writing of Abraham Franz, who was a well-known poet and lawyer of the time. The word itself is rooted in multiple origins, borrowing both from the Greek and Latin languages. When pointing out a dichotomy, you help to draw a more clear distinction between the two things you're comparing. This helps draw focus to the importance of each aspect within these dualities and why the existence of each can sometimes depend on the other. For instance, tying back into our cradle-to-the-grave moment, I don't believe you can hold on to the beauty of life without honoring the awareness of death. These polar opposites at first glance may not hold many similarities or direct connections, but they prove to be more interwoven than a lot of us realize. Being able to contrast the vibrance, pain, love, and wholeness of what it means to be alive against the backdrop of the unknown, cold vastness that is death allows us to appreciate each moment of our existence more fully. Another very prevalent dichotomy in our society is that of good and evil. It is a fundamental concept found in many philosophical, religious, and cultural traditions. It divides actions, intentions, or entities into two opposing moral categories, good and evil. Good is typically associated with virtues such as kindness, compassion, and altruism, while evil is associated with qualities like cruelty, selfishness, and malevolence. This dichotomy provides a framework for understanding morality and guiding ethical behavior. However, it's essential to recognize that the line between good and evil is often blurred, and individuals or actions may exhibit characteristics of both. Moreover, interpretations of good and evil can vary greatly depending on cultural, religious, and personal perspectives. A paper found on HelpfulProfessor.com written by Saurabh Yadav titled 10 Dichotomy Examples highlights that while dichotomies allow us to categorize and compare different things, 
they can often be overly simplistic and reductionist. They cannot capture the complexities of social reality and can sometimes be misleading. So while they serve as a significant tool of knowledge, it is necessary to understand their limitations. Something like the good and evil dichotomy which is based on subjectivity is a great example of this. Dichotomies can help in various aspects of life by providing clarity in decision-making, understanding complexities, and managing conflicting ideas. For example, in personal growth, understanding the dichotomy between short-term gratification and long-term fulfillment can guide decisions toward more meaningful choices. Similarly, in relationships, recognizing the dichotomy between compromise and self-respect can lead to healthier interactions overall. Embracing dichotomies can foster better understanding and balance in various life situations. In our lives, when learning from dichotomies, it's essential to approach them with an open mind and a willingness to explore both sides. Try to avoid rigid thinking and instead embrace the nuances and complexities within each dichotomy. Consider how each side informs the other and how they interact in different contexts. Additionally, be mindful of the limitations of dichotomous thinking and recognize that reality often exists on a spectrum rather than in strict binaries. Finally, apply the insights gained from dichotomies to inform your decision-making, problem-solving, and understanding of the world around you. In order to encourage dichotomous thinking, here's some simple questions to ask yourself. Am I prioritizing short-term gratification or long-term fulfillment? Do I value conformity or individuality in my decisions? Am I motivated by fear or by passion in pursuing my goals? Do I approach challenges with a fixed mindset or a growth mindset? And lastly, do I prioritize quality over quantity in my relationships and activities, just to name a few? Answering these questions for yourself can help you understand how a dichotomous mindset can be applied to your thinking on a daily basis. To sum this all up, the lesson of dichotomy is that life is often characterized by the interplay of opposing forces, and understanding this duality can lead to greater clarity, empathy, balance, and personal growth. I'll leave you today with a quote that states, The division between mind and matter is a false dichotomy created by our limited perspectives. There's so much power in knowledge, and the more we are able to be aware of our limitations and our abilities, the further we can go in life. Join me on the next episode where we discuss the ability to understand and share the feelings of another, fostering connections and compassion in the human experience through the word empathy. This poor word has been so oversaturated within our culture that I feel a lot of people have no idea truly what the word means. It's a bit different than compassion, so I felt I should do it some justice. If you would like to provide word suggestions to me, please reach out at rootwordspodcast.com. You can also reach me at the Facebook group, Root Words Podcast, also on Instagram as Root Words Podcast. I'm so interested in your feedback, your word suggestions, and just communicating with anybody that chooses to listen to my show. So please don't hesitate to reach out. I want to thank you so much for tuning in today. I'm your host, Michelle Root, and this is Root Words.